And we're live today. We're going to go through another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. We're going to be talking about AEW's new uh, show called Collision plus CM Punk's drama continues on in AEW. And now he's feuding with Brian Alvarez. We're going to be talking about that. Plus the rumor going around that WWE is planning to put the tag team belts on Sola Sokoa and Roman Reigns at Night of Champion. We're going to have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I'm the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour, Mr. Excitement, look at the pandemonium. We came out here to tell you to your face, you can't get ready for us. No, sir. I want to be the greatest. Everybody on the face shit. I look around and feel like everybody is the fakest. I make this every day and I'm impatient. Hoping one day I blow up from the basement. Statement, the top is so vacant. I don't need shit that I think is amazing. Waiting. For my- Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City on a rainy Saturday over here. Uh, just came back from last night's show at House of Glory Wrestling. Um, I had a great time hanging out with my crew, with my boy Jay Santee from the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Plus, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that later. Uh, we got a new champion at House of Glory. And it's someone that you least expect. But uh, the whole uh, match and the, this person winning the belt caught me off guard. I thought that uh, Jacob Fatu was not losing the belt last night. But uh, the person beat him. As, uh, it was very shocking. But let's talk right now about AEW's new show coming up called Collision for June 17. And the announcement was pretty, I mean, we already knew that was going to happen. Now, the, the only problem with this was that they um, pretty much did not tell anyone where is this come, where is this going to be, what venue, where city, what, what, you know, where is it coming from? I mean, the rumors already been said that they already had booked the United Center in Chicago, which lets people to believe that CM Punk will show up at AEW Collision on June 17. But there's been so much drama going on with CM Punk. You know what I'm saying? And there was word that he uh, that did, I believe they did the whole press conference thing, but CM Punk wasn't there. That they did um, graphics for the, the show and that his picture was not on the poster. There's been a lot of stuff going on. But if you've been teasing that CM Punk is coming back, you got no choice but to bring him back. As hard as it is for me as a wrestling fan, who I don't want this man in AEW for the simple fact that he is, you know, pretty much, uh, what can we say? He is toxic. There's no other words to put it. The man is toxic. You know what I'm saying? He's he's toxic. And um, I don't know what to say. The man is toxic. So now the word going around is that he may not come or he might come. But then there was another situation with him this week with CM Punk as far as him and Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer. And, you know, it looks like Brian Alvarez 
you know, has been, you know, poking the bear. Because, I mean, I heard a little clip of his show this week where he's talking about CM Punk is always angry, blah, 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 blah. And CM Punk came back and pretty much, uh, you know, he kind of uh, clapped back at this, um, you know, and he fell for this. He fell for Brian Alvarez, you know, nonsense, and he needed to clap back and say something about it. And these two guys, I don't know, it's Brian Alvarez, you know, is poking the bear for no reason. And these guys, Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer, these guys don't know when to shut up. But they're part of the media. And CM Punk has been uh, pretty much lately going after media, the media. This is Brian Alvarez's job, to report whatever nonsense you believe out of him or, or Dave Meltzer is, is whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, again, this is a man who I believe, this is just my personal opinion, he is a cancer to wrestling now the word is also that they brought back a steel they rehired a steel the same guy that bit kenny omega they rehired them again why they said this was a secret rehired is he only serving cm punk at this moment is he i don't know is he going to be working for cm punk because why are you bringing this same guy back who bit kenny omega was part of that big scrum brawl that happened back in September, and you're bringing him back for what? You don't. Honestly, I'm gonna keep saying it. You don't need CM Punk. You don't. But apparently, it's Warner Media who wants this man back because he brings in fans. You know, uh, I guess the MJF being the world champion doesn't bring fans. I mean, I don't know, but to me, it looks that. It it looks like a like a like a like a what we what we call a desperate move from Warner Brothers, and everybody blames Tony Khan. Oh, Tony Khan and this and I mean I was blaming Tony Khan for bringing him back, but in reality he has to answer to his boss, which is Warner Brothers or Warner Media, and he has to he has to answer them. And as hard as it is for me as a fan to realize that this man CM Punk is coming back to AEW, God knows. What he's gonna come up with now? Next, you know what I'm saying? But who knows? Um, you know, it's 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 crazy, but it is what it is. I mean, I, I I really, it's not really much to say about this AEW new show. We knew it was gonna happen, um, but um, it was it was it was you know, it was something that that, that you know it was no surprise, you know, and, and um, it is what it is. You know, um, this week's AEW Dynamite was pretty good. I, I liked the Roderick Strong um, and Jericho match, which was a perfect match. It was a uh, four count anyway. He pretty they pretty much sell, sell they, they 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 set up Jericho um, because the uh, JS was banned from ringside, and this match between Jericho and Roderick Strong. Was uh, four counts anywhere. They ended up going out the building, and it was Roderick Strong pretty much setting up uh, Jericho so Adam Cole could get him since Adam Cole was banned from the building. Also, but Adam Cole started beating on him, gave him the Shining Wizard, and Roderick Strong ended up pinning him in the dirt pit in front of the arena. And 
Jericho loses that match, but don't be surprised. Jericho gets back at Roderick Strong and um, Adam Cole. We also saw the Outcasts in a tag team match. Uh, Jay, uh, Jamie Hayter was not cleared to be in the six-man tag. Uh, Hiroki Shida and uh, Britt Baker uh, t- teamed up to go against the Outcasts. That turned out with, uh, I believe, uh, with I believe it was Britt Baker who got sprayed in the face by um, Tony Storm, and um, she ended up hitting the dead eye or whatever you want to call it, the storm of the eye storm, a, star, a storm of the eye, whatever the, the damn finishing move was, a power driver, and um, uh, pretty much Tony Storm pinned um, Britt Baker. Now, Tony Storm is asking for a title shot against Jamie Hayter. Hayter was not clear. And they're going to go at it at double or nothing. Also was mentioned with uh, double or nothing. They're going to have what they call the Black 21 Blackjack Battle Royal uh, because um, Orange Cassidy teamed up this week with Darby Allen against, and they went against, who the hell they went against? Oh, The Firm, Big Bill, and more, uh, more, Lee Moriarty. But in the back, um, you know, you know, Kyle Fletcher last week attacked uh, pretty much um, Orange Cassidy. So now he said he'll fight anybody. He knows everybody's coming after him. He said, anybody wants to challenge me, go to Tony Khan. And during the, during the, the evening, 21 people went to Tony Khan for a shot at the AEW International title. And now it looks like there's going to be a battle royal at double or nothing. Also, we saw Don Callis come out. And really didn't explain why he did what he did last week because Omega came out. He started taking out security. But then the Blackpool Combat Club came out and attacked Kenny Omega. Then um, pretty much the Young Bucks came out. Uh, so it was a three on four. Uh, four, And then you show Hangman Page ends up um, helping out uh, Mr. Uh, Kenny Omega on that. So it looks like the Elite are back. Minus Cody Rhodes, who's now in WWE, so that uh, that was the the situation there. Uh, we saw uh, Jay Wagon's Ricky Starks. That was the main event. Uh, that that situation um, was uh, we saw Ricky Starks lose the match because he disqualified himself after using a chair on Jay White. Jay One wins by disqualification. But this week's uh, Dynamite was pretty good. We uh, we also just saw. Rouge versus uh, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy ended up beating Rouge, but then La Faxo and Gobernables decided to attack Jungle Boy after the match. They brought in um, Darby Allen. Then after Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara came out. Uh, so it pretty much Sammy Guevara came out looking like he wanted to be the babyface since it was in his home state. But we all know Sammy Guevara is not to be trusted since he's still part of the JAS. So that was pretty cool this week that we saw um so you know not much there as far as um aew but they're setting up for next week and this wednesday is the go home show uh we'll see what they're gonna do with that coming up um so i am not doing a review i mean a preview on the uh aew dynamite um uh and iew dynamite i'm talking about uh double nothing because every time i do a a preview. Uh, most people don't watch the damn video. I don't know why, but I'm just gonna keep it real. But um, so, uh, but I'll give you my my predictions um, of what I think is gonna happen. 
I still think that it's going to be some type. Uh, uh, I don't think Wheeler Yuta is going to be part of the uh, uh, Arnarchy in the arena because that's the the elite and Blackpool comeback club they're going to have. They're going to have it a second time like last year. Um, so uh, we're going to see that. Last year, I think it was, uh, was it JAS? I think it was JAS against uh, the Blackpool Combat Club last year. The, Eddie Kingston is part of that. And uh, so we'll see about that. Um, so Ada was pretty good this week. I know a lot of people, I saw stupid stuff online that I was uh, kind of questioning. Some, um, of course, WWE Stan and WWE Droy, uh, posted something on Twitter talking about uh, AEW lost to Hulk Hogan this past Wednesday. Um, I guess because TNT went and did the uh, Rich and Famous with Hulk Hogan and the Gawker situation. And I guess they have better, uh, more viewers or whatever. Who cares? You know, and for a guy who goes and, and, and gets on online and um, pretty much talks about, you know, uh, about AEW and then your 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 screen name has something with WWE, you know you're a troll. That's the way it is. I mean, you you got something to say about AEW, you you clown. You even use WCW that AEW lost to WCW. WCW's been gone for almost what 22 years, and y'all still talking about that? And they're gonna show you the how these uh these uh trolls and wrestling fans, you know. Um I mean, I don't know. This is some wrestling fans, something wrong with them. Uh, t- I'm telling you. Uh, so this week in WWE, we saw the uh, situation with um, with Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Now, the rumors going around was that uh, they're looking to put the tag team belts, the unified tag team belts. I don't even think they unify for the undisputed tag team belts on Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. This came in on Wednesday. I saw this from a podcaster who uh, supposedly he gets his sources from certain people. And the people he mentioned, I never heard of as sources. But the word was that Vince McMahon is thinking to put the tag team belts on Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns, which means Roman Reigns is going to be walking with walking around with four belts. That was the rumor. And when I heard this, I'm like, WWE really needs help. Because they all, it seems like the whole company is depending on Roman Reigns to carry the whole load as far as the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like rumors are also that he may may take time off from here to SummerSlam because he's going to probably go into Hollywood. It's a lot of rumors. But this is what I love because, you know, I, there's certain people that I, pretty much follow as far as resource like my my source where i could say well this guy his reports are usually accurate but when those when people just jump on anybody's report about especially comes wwe talking about oh that mcmahon is about to put the tag team belts on solo sokoa and roman reigns i'm not gonna jump on it because i want to see the show i want to see smackdown i want to see um uh, actually SmackDown because these guys are in SmackDown and see what's the um when they do their promos, whatever. And this week I saw yesterday's uh WWE SmackDown the promo uh with uh with Roman Reigns and uh Solo Sokoa with the champs with uh Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. 
that shows me that there's problems in the bloodline. It looks like Solosakor may be the guy who's going to end up probably walking away from Roman Reigns. Because if you guys saw SmackDown this week, you saw where Roman Reigns was ready to leave out the ring. He bumped into Solosakor and he got like kind of scared, kind of shook. Because Roman Reigns got mad at the Usos who ended up coming in the ring attacking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But it's all good. It's all good because now I know that for a fact that the Knight of Champions, Zami Zayn and Kevin Owens are not, and I'm going to repeat, are not losing the tag team belts to Solo Sokol and Roman Reigns because the cracks of the bloodline is there already for the taking. When Roman Reigns says that I am the one, I'm the guy, I'm the one that runs stuff, you people listen to me, whatever, look at the way Solo Sokol looks at Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? When Roman Reigns threw out the Usos out of the um, the room this week in SmackDown, Solo Sokol kept staring at him, pretty much uh, putting a hole behind his head. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to make me watch the Night of Champions and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I honestly feel that you know, the the, the 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 bloodline storyline is the best storyline there is. You know what I'm saying? Uh they uh I mean the only thing I didn't like this week, especially at Raw, they had Judgment Day pen the tag team champions. First of all, WWE still doing this stupid thing where the world tag team champions get pinned in non title matches. Where outside and there was and there was outside interference and a half this week in Raw. When Imperium uh, was outside and Judgment Day was going at it with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And Owens uh, got distracted outside and Imperium, you know, distracted Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn got pinned by Finn Balor. It's just dumb. The world champions should not, and again, should not be getting pinned in television. The women's tag team belts. As of last night, and as the report came in, they are now vacated. And they're going to do, I guess, will be, it will be, um, you know, filled up. I guess somebody's going to be, two people are going to go at it. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Raquel, uh, I think Rodriguez heard or won the other one. I don't know who, I think they're still the champion. I, I mean, I don't follow the damn women's division. But the tag team titles for the woman is going to be decided at night of champions. So that. It's crazy. So, um, quick report um, and whatnot. Let me go here. Uh, there was reports with Tessa Blanchard. Uh, and I'm going to go to the little notes here. She claims I have unfinished business in wrestling. I'm confident I'm one of the best. She said, first of all, I can't even express how thankful I am. The fans have been so accepting. Even today, the fans are chanting Tessa. Tessa, that's always feel great, especially being away for so long. I always want a, a lot more. I feel I have unfinished business wrestling. I'm 27 years old, and I do feel confident that I'm one of the best there is, and I could go with the best. I won't start pushing for that, but I have other things going on too. I think it's important to have a, that balance of knowing who you are outside of the business because the business isn't always going to be there for you, and it's very unforgiving. It will recycle people left and right. I know who Tessa is without wrestling, which makes me more dangerous when I go back to wrestling. Tessa is, is set to begin her multi-show deal with XPW 
on May 27. She recently made amends with La Rosa Negra, who she was accused of bullying and using racial slurs toward. Now, I was a big Tessa Blanchard fan until that popped up, the racial slur. Um, if you guys remember back in January of 2020, when she was about to face Sammy Callahan for the Impact World title, all uh, uh, all these reports came out that she was being a bully, she was racist, yada, yada, yada. And then next thing you know, uh, within three months after she won the belt, she didn't want to do no, um, they didn't want to do no promos. Uh, they didn't want to do anything for Impact Wrestling. And she got stripped and fired at the same time. And then again, Women of Wrestling gave her another opportunity to go and be the face of the company. And I don't know what happened, but she's no longer with that. And I had people on social media getting on my case talking about that she she's good and that you know that, that you know why am I putting her down? The woman is another she's another cancer to the wrestling industry. Okay. First of all, she's 27, maybe because she, she needs to mature a little bit. And so what? You know, they, they talk about all oh, Tessa Blanchard, Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard is a Hall of Famer. And so is her father, Joe Blanchard. And for people to come to me talking about, oh, the WWE Hall of Fame don't mean nothing. Okay, fine. It doesn't look mean nothing. They're talking about, oh, the Cauliflower Hall of Fame, whatever. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is she's never going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because she burned a lot of bridges when it comes to wrestling. She burned a lot of them. And people can't say nothing else, but just deal with it. She's not going to, she burned a lot of bridges. She she could have been an AEW. She could have been big in AEW, but she, she burned that bridge because of what popped out in 2020. Okay. And then not only that, she went and stepped it up uh, a, a level further by not, you know, dealing with the company. She didn't even get to defend the world title. She became the first woman wrestler to ever beat a man for the world title. And then next thing you know, she got fired. I remember doing a podcast about that when she got fired. Okay. And I, I said to myself, how stupid can you be? Okay. To get fired when, you know, the woman was big in, 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 in AAA in Mexico. She was a, the, the Reina de Reina champion at one point. She was the Impact World Champion. A woman, I think, would knock out champion at one point. The woman was doing a lot of things when she was 23. She threw that all away because of her ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she'll mature, and maybe when she matures a little bit, and, and, and you know, but don't tell me, oh, she's back in Russia, she's in XPW. XPW is an indie show, and she's not signed with XPW. She's doing a multi-show deal. That's a deal. She has a handshake deal. It's not a contract. So for all you people that came at me talking about, oh, Tessa Blanchard is back. She's, she's with this company. She's not with a company. She's made a deal. That's not a contract. It's a multi-show deal. Okay? Let's get that straight. But I don't see her coming back. Uh, I don't think she'll be in the big, in the business. But many I say some big promotion, they want to talk about WWE is a joke. We're not talking about WWE. WWE is not just the big, they're the biggest. But you got AEW. You got New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, Impact, mm, whatever. NWA. Mm. But there's promotions out there. They are known. And she won't get the t time to do that. 
Um, also this week, another situation with uh, WWE, Randy Orton retirement. That was another rumor going on this week. And, and the way I look at it, um, the podcaster who reported this was talking about, oh, that he's not going to go out like that. Blah, blah, blah. You don't know the severity of the injury. And it looks like a lot, this podcaster especially, uh, he's a WWE fan and a lot of WWE fans don't want to accept the fact that Randy Orton may not come back again. He may have to retire. You know, it's not something like what they did to 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 Edge and what they did to Daniel Bryan. This is or oh, Brian Danielson. This is something that's legit. He has not been on TV for over a year. He got a back issue. Back issues are prob- problematic. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um. There's also word Monte Ford and Bianca Belair. There's rumor they might turn them heel. Uh, this this is a rumor going around also that Bianca Belair may turn heel. She may turn heel, and Monte Ford may turn heel. I in 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 the podcast we reported this also it says oh uh, Monte Ford's partner the uh, the uh, Angelo Dawkins should be part of this heel turn between Bianca and Ford. No, it doesn't. He, Montez Ford could turn on him and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? He could turn on him. And talking about the Street Profits, did I just saw LA Knight team up with Rick Boogs and they lost to the Street Profit? So this is what they're doing with LA Knight. And there's also a report that they're going to, there's a big push coming for LA Knight. Come on. A lot of dumb stuff going on in wrestling and I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And last and not least, uh, as my show started, we saw um, the report of superstar Billy Graham pretty much uh, passed away on Wednesday while we were, I was watching um, uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, the reports came in through AEW Dynamite that he had he passed. Uh, superstar Billy Graham was one of those guys that he was 20 years ahead of his time. The man took Muhammad Ali's style uh, poetry and brought it into the wrestling scene and used it as his promos. One of the best things I, I used to love when he used to say, I'm the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour. And I always loved that. And, and, and Superstar Billy Graham, when I was like four or five years old, when I used to see him, they used to try to take his shirt off. They couldn't take the shirt off. They had to rip the shirt off because his bicep were am, uh, amaze, amazing. And the man beat Bruno San Martino. The Bruno San Martino back then was unbeatable. Okay, the guy held the belt for eleven years combined. One year he held it for four, or the other year he um, actually no, he held the first title run at seven, and then he held the other one for four. And Bruno was the man in Madison Square Garden. But when Superstar Billy Grant came, he was getting cheers and booze, but he was getting over. The fans came in. He sold out Madison Square Garden a couple of times. Uh, his, I think, at, at his era, I think he held, uh, uh, he had like an eighteen-month title reign, something like that. Um, but WWE and, and and Vince McMahon Senior took the bell away from him because Vince McMahon Senior wanted to put it on Bob Backlund, who was you know Vince McMahon Senior's boy, we could say, but. Superstar Billy Graham was never the same after that. He was bitter. He came back in 1981-82, feuded with Bob Backlund. He came in with a new style, like a karate style. He was not the same uh, Superstar Billy Graham, but 
Superstar Billy Graham, the man was, oh my God, he was unbelievable. He was ahead of his time. I look back at some of his videos, and the man was great at what he did. He he was great at the mic. He was great at wrestling. And he passed. He had liver issues. Uh, um, he had a liver transplant and all that stuff. And um, I know he was talking some crazy stuff a couple of years ago. And when I had issue with Abdullah the Butcher, because Abdullah the Butcher pretty much said that he was hepatitis B, something like that, and he blasted on, on Abdullah the Butcher. But CM, um, CM Punk, Superstar Billy Graham was uh, a great wrestler, and he, you know, he will be missed. Uh, may you rest in peace, Superstar Billy Graham. Um, another, what I say, another childhood memory gone. Um, you know, you know when you lose wrestlers like that that you saw back in the days when you was a child, it's like part of your childhood dies, and that that happened on Wednesday. So may he rest in peace. But that is it for me today, guys. Uh, this is the the end of the show. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm most of the time on Twitter. Uh, check out the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel. I have tons of content there. You can subscribe to the channel. Uh, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Uh, hit that notification bell for new uploads. And to top it off, um, uh, check out the um, the store I have with merchandise. You can check it out. I have hats, shirts, hoodies. The Chokeslam Wrestling Report uh, store is tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. That's tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. Um, if you guys want to check it out, you can also check out there the YouTube channel and the audio podcast. Again, this will also be on the audio podcast, this um, the show. So you can check it out in case you guys don't get on YouTube and, you know, but subscribe to my channel, share it with friends and let everybody know that the Chokesland Wrestling Report is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, so, you know, but uh, yeah, so that, that that is it for me today, guys. It's a very slow week. Um, the next weekend is going to be packed because you have Night of Champions. I believe they have an NXT show, which I don't care for NXT. And then we have Double Nothing on Sunday, which is going to be a very, uh, it's going to be, uh, something to watch. I want to check that out and see what happens there. And I'm going to predict this when it comes to Double Nothing. Willie Uta uh, on Wednesday got beat up. He took most of the brunt of this whole thing. So, don't be surprised if Willa Yuta does not show up and Takesha, uh, Kanosuka Takeshita joins Blackpool Combat Club. You haven't seen him in the last couple of weeks since he got stabbed with that screwdriver. And I still want to know why Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega. So we'll see about that. So, you know what I'm saying? But we'll, we'll, we'll find out and see what happens. Until then, guys, I am the ultimate one from New York City. And please... Consider to go to my uh, YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know, like I said, I got tons of uh, content in there. Check it out and hit that notification bell. Hit that thumbs up. That will help the channel. Until then, guys, I will see you next week. <laughs>